Right, so we left off on the uh, topic over here of the sale of merchandise on the, uh, the subcategory of, uh, of blemishes, of defects and blemishes which are discovered. So here he writes, That in the event that the merchant goes out and puts a time limit on how long the customer has to complain that a, uh, uh, an item is defective or blemished, you have two weeks, so you have 30 days to be able to, uh, to examine the thing and decide whether there's a blemish or a defect. But after that, we're not going to accept any, uh, any claims of, uh, of defect. So such a condition is binding. Uh, such a condition, the, uh, the, the customer will have no recourse after the two weeks or the 30 days. Because being that you had the option to go ahead and examine it within that time, and if you didn't bother to do so, so that's an implied mechila. That means that you don't really care, and therefore uh, you're going to, uh, at that point, you're going to forego your right to go ahead and return the merchandise. Is that a hand or that that's a tissue? Time? What? Does that include shipping time, or is this straight from the... Whatever, whatever their condition is. I assume it's from when you receive it, but uh, whatever, their, whatever their condition is. Now, Nimsa Mumbemekach. Now, as we've talked about, let's say you uh, purchase a thing and you get home and you discover that it is indeed defective. So, Batalhemekach. So, that means that the original transaction is now canceled. I paid you $100 for this item. Turns out that the item is defective. There was never a sale. You have my money, I have your thing, but it's not as if a sale took place because you sold me something defective and I never wanted to buy something defective. So according to the halacha, the merchant has an obligation to refund the full price, the full price of the, uh, the purchase. And according to Allah, the mocher, the merchant can come along and say, yes, I sold you a defective item, give me back the item, and I'm going to give you $100 of store credit. You as a customer have the right to say, I don't want store credit, I want my $100 cash back, give me my $100, because you have no right to keep my money. I only gave you the money because you were supposed to be selling me something. It turns out what you sold me is not what I wanted, and therefore, give me all my money back. However, but let's say the transaction was not that I went to you and I said, can I buy your used car? Or you came to me and said, can I buy the green monster? So if you go ahead and you want a specific item, so then in the event that that specific item is no longer defective, it wasn't. But let's say it was, a, it was in the event that it turns out to be that it's defective in this theoretical case. So then you have the right to say, give me back my money, take back your car, end of story. But sometimes what happens is you never actually buy a particular item, you're buying a model. So when I go ahead and I order something on Amazon, I order a sweatshirt on Amazon, I'm not ordering the sweatshirt which they actually delivered to me, I'm ordering a sweatshirt, this color, this size, but it doesn't have to be that particular sweatshirt, they just have to provide me with a sweatshirt according to the parameters which I, uh, which I chose. So, it, it, Or when you go to the, uh, to the appliance store, you say, I want that model refrigerator or that model oven, I don't mean that particular one that I'm looking at in the showroom, I mean you're going to ship me one from your factory or from your storehouse and you'll send me one. So in that case, I wasn't buying that uh, appliance. I was buying an appliance. So then, and the merchant had an obligation to sell an appliance. In such a case, so if I order that refrigerator, and it turns out the refrigerator you shipped to me was defective, so you as the merchant have the right to say, okay, we'll pick up the defective refrigerator, and we're going to send you another one which is not defective. 
So you would have the right to say that. I can't say as a customer, you know what? You ship me a defective refrigerator. I don't want anything anymore. I want my money back. Cancel the transaction. So in that case, you are in the leverage position. You have the right to say, I never said I was going to sell you that refrigerator. I'm going to sell you a refrigerator, and I'm still going to make good on my commitment, and I'm going to go ahead and do so. Now, this is where it gets a little bit sticky. Return policy. Translated as return policy. So there are many stores where there's a return policy which says, even in the event that the merchandise is defective, that you're not going to get your money back, rock store credit, you're only going to get store credit. So we're not talking about where the merchant just decides on his own, I don't want to give you back money, I just want to give you store credit. It says on the back of the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, behind the cash register, that sales are final and the most that you get is store credit. You're never going to get your money back. So he writes, So according to halacha, in most cases, such a stipulation actually is not enforceable in halacha. So the merchant actually would not be able to insist that since it says on the wall that you're only going to get store credit, you only get store credit because, again, I only gave you the money under the premise that you're selling me the object which I wanted. You didn't sell that to me. Give me back my money. You have no right really to do that. However, in the event that this is common practice in an industry that everybody knows that when you go into that clothing store that you're, if you decide to return the thing that you're not going to get your money back, you're only going to get store credit. So if everybody knows that that is the minute, that that's the common way of doing things, it could be that not mitzad halacha is it binding, but mitzad minag is it going to be binding? And there's such a concept in Chosha Mishpat where we say minag mevata halacha that common practice trumps what the ikra din would be, what the halacha would be, and because of that, it may be that that's a binding uh, condition.